the topic is books. Welcome to our book club. Requirements. Bring juice boxes. Capri Sun, please. I would fuck with a juice box right now. I'm glad, because in this book club, you have to have a juice box or else you don't get in. Yeah, it's true. It's the law. This week, I brought fruit punch. What's your favorite juice flavor? My favorite juice? Um... I'm a, I'm a fruit punch bitch. Yeah, mm. I'm a fruit punch bitch. I gotta say, ain't nothing like a good fruit punch. I feel like whenever you get, whenever they do flavors, they always do like fruit punch the best. It's like, yeah. what do you like? Fruit punch or orange and grape? Like, I, uh, first of all, if you come at me with a grape juice box, I'm gonna kill grape. you. <laughs> Actually, do you remember? Oh, that just unlocked like a childhood memory of those, like, white juice boxes that had like maybe and they were grape flavored and they were really small we used to get them in kindergarten and for some reason my brain is telling me there was some kind of animal on the front there had something to do with like raisin like they wanted it to be like a really small box or something i do remember the white juice boxes with animals but they didn't only do grape juice like i got a white juice box Uh, we're recording by the way (laughs) Oh, <laughs> hi guys! Oh, this um, is uh, both of us looking up grape juice boxes juice. is not good content, not well, good audio content. I need, I need to know. I because this is tickling something in my brain. Juicy Small juice is juice not boxes. it, but I'm looking up juicy juice, um, and I'm, my brain's going like, "Whoa, that shit used to taste so good." <laughs> juicy juice was like... that one that had like. Uh, animals made out of it like the the fruit made up the animals so like there was an orange lion oh, maybe uh, yeah, 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 the yeah, toucan yeah. is like the tropical fruit the pineapple and mango there's fish but they're actually raspberries I mm. like raspberry flavors raspberry uh, flavors slap should we do like an introduction or are we just <laughs> I mean, are we just here now we're already like two minutes into the podcast. No introduction Hi. needed. Welcome. Welcome. It's um, us. Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Uh, this is we're so fucking sorry, and uh, we are a little distracted by juice boxes. But I, I think we also want to talk about books today. I need to talk about these books. Okay. Yeah. Tell so, me about these books. I had a lovely Saturday morning. We woke up and we went to the farmer's market. It was super nice. I got some very delicious tomatoes that I salted and ate all of them in one go. Oh, they're a, like cherry tomato variant with like a regular tomato. So they're bigger and they're uh, juicier, but they're as sweet as like cherry tomatoes. And the best tomatoes. part is you don't have to worry about soup eating them on you. Yeah, she. I gave her a piece just to see if she was okay. And she was like, I'd eat that in something else. So she's sort of like a... She's gotten better. Yeah, like a, you know, like, when you cut up a little bit to give to your toddler to see if... <laughs> That's literally what I've been doing lately. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to try? Just a little bit. Have a little piece? bite. Look, I'll put some salt on it. It's much better. Much better with salt. Um. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, so we went to the farmer's market, and then next to the farmer's market is the library. So I was like, let's, mm-hmm. let's peruse. Let's have a little ruse purr. Um, 
and I always like to go into the manga section and just grab mm-hmm. a bunch of books. One, because I look really cool walking around with a stack of books in my hand. Um, two, right. it's really easy to get into manga and like find yeah. a series you like because you read the first book in like ten minutes and you're like, mm, not for me. And then you like don't have to waste all of your time on that like book and seeing if you like it and whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you get to just like feel smart. You're like, man, I read five books today. <laughs> I do the same fucking thing. <laughs> because, uh, like, uh, on Goodreads, you can set, like, a reading goal. Um, <laughs> and if I'm falling behind, bitch, I'll be reading graphic novels. I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's still reading. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I've been also, like, a guilty pleasure romance manga. Fuck. Ooh. I just like reading it. And, like, I like consuming a story, like, a whole fucking story within, like, two days devouring um, it anyway so i like the other thing is like libraries often have like the volume one to three so like they don't really have enough that you could consume a whole story but you're like i like this i want more and then you go look up the 100 more volumes that they don't have um mm-hmm. so what i usually do and what i did this time i picked up like four series just like the first book of the of four different series and i'm just gonna read them in the next four oh, days yeah. and pick my favorite i had already picked my favorite um, because I read the first one in the library, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Ooh. Except, they only had five volumes, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, it is what it is. I'll look it up online. I look it up well, online on hiatus. <gasps> no! Since 2013. <gasps> no! <laughs> oh, that's hot. Oh, that is heartbreaking. One of the reasons I picked Ugh. this book up is because it, it looks like Fruits Basket, like the anime, uh, the, oh the drawing's God. really good, right? I look up the author, it's the bitch that wrote Fruits Basket. Ugh. I, Fruits Basket was my first, like, ever, like, proper anime, like, aside from, like, Pokemon, you know? And, um, the, we watched it at a sleepover, my friends and I, when we were, um, <laughs> girls, and I think we stayed up until like 3 a.m. We watched the entire thing yep. in one go. We were like, what is this? Why is it like the way that it is, but also I love it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was uh, the experience. But I was going to say, because you were mentioning libraries often don't have the full series. You can ask uh, course, and they'll yeah. get the books for you. The, the issue with them. manga is a lot of the manga they have is like donations like people's personal mm-hmm. donations so sometimes it'll be like the first couple books sometimes it's naruto volume 374 no other naruto books on the shelf like how are you supposed they to pick up also, the story from that uh they can also because of the area you're in i'm lucky yeah books like driven in from the city or they'll just straight up buy them for you um which is a slay move people f- sometimes don't realize that you can just ask the library and they'll buy it for you the fact that this book costs 20 Canadian dollars and I read it in less than 10 minutes, I really hope that the library can buy it for me. Uh, money bags. Uh, yeah, they probably they probably can, depending on the branch. It's interesting. I had to do a course in school on uh, uh, book acquisition, right? And they're allotted a certain amount of funds, but it's a use it or lose it thing. Yes. So if they don't spend their entire budget, next year their budget is smaller. So really you're doing them a favor by giving them books to pick out instead of having them having to like spending try spree to in December. Discern... I heard about this one book. Let's buy seven. <laughs> right? You know, like instead of having to do some guesswork about what 
the community's needs might be. It's nice to have a list of books that people want mm-hmm. that they can then be like, okay, well, we can obviously allot some of our funds to this. Okay, so this book is called Lise Lottie and Witches Horus. I think that's supposed to be like Lise Lot or something. Like, it's a very fancy name, and I just Ooh. read it as Lise. Like, I'm not fucking... Or L. <laughs> like, I'm not reading the whole name. What do you think I'm reading? <laughs> How dare you? Um, but it starts off with this, like, really dumb, ignorant girl. She's, like, she's from a castle, and she was really sheltered, so she has no skills. Um, pretty common theme of Natsuya Taka's things, where, like, the girl's kind of helpless, but she's really positive, and she tries really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they've set this book, because it's not, like, a novice author, like, should I call her by her last name? The author? Takaya? Uh, I mean, I think that's generally the standard for, like, formal shit, but yeah. I don't think anything about this podcast is correct. So. I like to give people the respect they deserve, even if I'm a shithead. Why? Lisa Lotta, yeah, she wrote this, like, really compelling story. It starts off very basic, like, oh, I was exiled to the forest and now I can't do laundry, hee <laughs> hee. Um, and it like slowly builds in really interesting characters Mm -hmm. and you kind of like watch Fruits Basket you think about like how very lame and very slow and very normal the beginning of the anime was like it's a slice of life this girl is silly haha empty brain but there's actually like stuff behind those characters yeah even empty brain yeah she did a really great job in setting up these potential like empty but fillable characters and i was so excited i'm like ooh, this girl is exiled and the reason she's exiled is because she like was blamed for treason against her brother or whatever but she had this guy that was like also in the castle with her and he protected her like he died protecting her but here he is in the forest like how did he get here oh wait he's not human because he died he made a deal with the witches (gasps) And guess what? He died again. But you love him, so you're like, I'll do anything to get his body back. And then they're like, okay, I I want to take his memories. And now he's like an amnesia guy, and he's totally different. And they're like, whoa, what happened to you? Why am I still interested in you? But I don't want to walk away. Like, I've made a promise to my old life, and I don't know what's happening. Anyway, it's like really good setup. Indefinite hiatus. (laughs) No, that is heartbreaking. Like, I luckily, um, I've never encountered that in, like, because I don't read uh, manga, and I think it, that is something that happens often in yeah. manga. Um, not so much with, like, book series, uh, unless it's, like, Game of Thrones. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Mm-hmm. I don't read Game of Thrones, but I've heard that that dude has been writing the last book for the last, in uh, forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh... That happens often when I'm reading fan fiction. It's like a solid fanfic. <sighs> yeah, could be no. Could be a published novel. It's intricate. It's interesting. It's 80k words and you've read it all in one day and it's not finished and the last time it was updated <laughs> was in 2015. That's exactly how I feel right now. Ugh. Heartbreaking. And I was like, this has been happening since 2013. She's kind of a famous author, maybe. Maybe there's a fandom out there that can satisfy my fucking craving to know what, what's going on with these characters and what makes them tick. No fan, no fan fiction. 
I checked AO3. What? I checked that other one. <laughs> What's that one? Uh, Fanfic.net? Yes. Not Wattpad? Nothing popped up. I didn't check Wattpad. I did go on Tumblr. There was some art, mm. but nothing like... There was no real hashtag for it. Like, it's kind of like a dead series. Um, That's tragic. My my hypothesis, that's the right word, for why this was on hiatus is apparently she had an injury related to writing. Uh, I think someone said maybe carpal tunnel or maybe this illness was at a different time. Uh, But also she had Fruits Basket that was taking off. So, of course, you focus literally all of your energy in making that one. As well as, like, being a mangaka is already yeah. hard for one book you've got like deadlines to meet you're making drawings yeah. you're reading story like it's it's crazy so i don't blame her she said th- i don't know i can't say she said because i don't know if, if this is true facts or whatever but there was a post saying that the mangaka is slowly working on it continuously but like i said 2013 hiatus yeah we're not gonna get much i hope one day she finishes that story for you. Eh, I don't really care at that point. I just wish I had known before I read the first book that yeah. that was like a fucking cliffhanger tease, and then I would not have read it. But honestly, it mm. was good, so maybe I'm happy I read it. Hell yeah. Plus, it gave days, us something to matter. talk about today. <laughs> I have another thing to talk about. Yeah, oh, yeah, continue. So, so this is the other book I read. So that was five books, and this is the sixth book I read. Um... This is a graphic novel, like Western graphic novel type style, more like mm-hmm. comic booky than manga y. Um, I try to read one of those every time because I don't know, it's just harder to get out of the anime manga comfy style that I'm used to. Yeah. This one's called Squire by Sarah Alfagi. Oh, wait, I-, I think I've read that one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I gotta look at my... Um, I have my Goodreads pulled up right at this second. I really like the art style in this. The The faces are extremely expressive, which is yeah. not something... Like, in my own personal art, it, you get very much same face art. You're trying to be good at one thing, right? Um, so it was really interesting to see characters portrayed as, like, kind of ugly or very expressive. Everything's kind of, like pulled and drawn out to be mo- more emotive. I have emotive. read Squire. Oh, dude, that was such a good one i only read the first book so don't don't do well, any spoilings. i don't think the other one's out yet oh no <laughs> hold on let me check why has the library done this to me <sighs> yeah i don't think it is out yet uh Basic- but, but this one was only released in 2022 so that's not surprising then uh it's about a little girl who comes from a village she's done like same old whatever they're not starving they're not super poor but they don't have any like think good um and she sees this poster about becoming a squire for the knights and like applying so she goes into training she meets some friends she uh does really poorly so she does some secret training and then she starts doing really well Uh, Mm -hmm. i'm not going to talk about much more in case you want spoilers spoilers but it is really good and the ending of the first book is definitely a a place that opens it up and i'm very curious as to where she's going to take this book yeah for the actual like whole sorry i'm almost done no the actual whole the story was very satisfying like we started Mm. from nothing and we've got to something and i think even just as a it's not like leading you on exciting for the next book it's 
this story was good and now it's going to continue and I'm excited to read it. Yeah. It's not one of those like you have to read this because you have to know what they what happened to them even if it's not yeah. there. It's like you're excited to see what happens next. Okay, go and ahead. And like Tell I found that Squire. story had a lot of depth and mm. I really enjoyed it and like the intricacies of the characters and the world building was phenomenal. Because mm -hmm. um, I find sometimes when you approach like Maybe not a, a manga, but a graphic novel. Sometimes it can feel a little bit um, surface level, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and this one felt like it really had some some depth to it, which I really enjoyed. I um, enjoyed the portrayal of the characters as flaws. A lot of yes. like comic books and stuff. The, this is the perfect person. They've always been perfect. Something happens, but they're well-equipped to deal with that problem. This is mm -hmm. everyone has problems, and they lay their problems very flat. They are very large problems that might not be yeah. just like focused on the character, but a larger problem. They deal with and address a lot of problems, like racism is mentioned, um, and it's really it's not like the traditional perspective. It's like fantasized, kind of like how like racism in like D and D is. Like it's a yeah, different like it's it's fantasy, a fantasy exaggeration, not not like yeah. It's isn't the allegory the word where you compare two things? Uh, I don't think uh, that's right. No, uh, maybe. There's okay. There's some some literary term. My teacher's gonna stab me yeah. because I don't remember. Um, where you like, it's not juxtaposition, but taking something out of that context and relating it to something else gives you a better perspective. Being like, mm -hmm. I've never had a fruit before, describe an orange. And then you're like, okay, well, what about this apple? It's kind of, it's a fruit, it's kind of like orange, but it's not the same, right? And like, yeah. when you change that perspective, people who know apples but didn't know oranges might be like, oh, so it's like that, right? So you, you can you might hold not... it, you can eat it yeah. with one hand. Like... Something might be given to you in a perspective that you don't have, you're not equipped with that knowledge to understand. Like, let's say you grew up not knowing that blue was called blue, and then someone's like, that's blue! And you're like, but it's periwinkle or something, which is a purple. I tried to think of a fancy color name, and that's what came to my mind. <laughs> but then if you're like, well, green is right next to blue on the color chart, then you're like, oh, shit. This Ooh. new thing, I understand now. Big brain. Yeah. Anyway. I've been... Um... I've been finishing some books that, because uh, here's the thing with the library. Sometimes you don't finish books by the time they go back, and then you mm -hmm. have to wait for them to become available again, especially if they're really popular. And they only have, like, two copies, so they're like, oh, we'll put you on <laughs> yeah. the wait list. Come back in 52 weeks. <laughs> so um, I just finished listening to uh, The Only Good Indians by Steve, uh, uh, Stephen Graham Jones, uh, who is an indigenous author. And um, it's a horror novel, horror thriller, I'd say. Uh, but um, it follows this group of uh, the four indigenous friends who uh, basically one day they went hunting and they killed a uh, a mother elk and her unborn child and that <gasps> mother elk comes back to exact her revenge um so it's like they're being uh hunted by 
this elk-headed woman. And a tr it took twists I didn't expect. I never knew what was going to happen next. <laughs> it was, I was on the edge of my seat, and the storytelling um, was very, uh, uh, like, train of thought, uh, like, uh, conversational, which I thought was really good um, to listen to, you know? Uh, if, if you don't want to hear about gore, don't read this book. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, every now and then I like to dip my toes into horror, you know? I, I put, put a little toe in, I see what's going on in there, I take my toe out, um, shake it all about. But there were often times where I'd listen and I would just go, no, huh? What? Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> shook it you're like oh my god and then someone's like what and you're like oh sorry fuck it's like i cannot tell you what just happened <laughs> so um it's i think it's an interesting experience like like having a book go back to the library in the middle of reading it and then picking it back up <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah because it like on one hand, it makes it more difficult for me to finish a book because then you sort of lose the vibe. Um, but then also, I don't want to buy a book. Books are expensive. Oh, God, are they ever? It's like 20 bucks for a book in Canada Would right you now. like one or two meals or perhaps a book? Choose. <laughs> it's you like, well, have one. Hmm, a hard choice. Hopefully, I also you might even be able to spread that for like three meals if you're eating like yeah. lunch or something. If you thrifty, you thrifty boy. If you thrifty, and I also finished listening to Coraline by Neil Gaiman, like, which the, the button eyes book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. So I read it as a, which is also a horror. Um, and the button eyes. Is... That's not a horror. <laughs> is. Uh, insanely creepy for what is a children's book. Um, I read it as a teenager, and I didn't really remember what it was about. Uh, but I listened to it, which was actually read by Neil Gaiman, and he did a phenomenal, phenomenal job. <laughs> uh, but there was also, um, they added, like, little bits of music. Ooh, ambiance, we love it. Ambiance, yeah, so, like, in between chapters or something. They had a band do little songs, or like in the bits in the book where characters sang, they put little bits. But <laughs> my my favorite part is it opens up and this band is singing, and the lyric is, "You are not my mother, and I want to go home." <laughs> no, I love that when you're like listening to a story and they have like they enter a bar and then chatter starts rising, or like yeah. the D and D podcasts do that a lot they're really good at like adding sound effects and editing it so it's more immersive yeah but it is uh if you thought if you were traumatized by the Coraline movie as a kid this is more traumatizing oh the so. book's always way worse and it's because so you good. like invest yourself more into it you get more sucked into it than I like I typically relate more to books than I do cinema even if I enjoyed both mm -hmm. um and that's, like, something you can't escape. Like, you put down the book, but you're still in that world. And you're all... thinking about it. Yeah, you, right? you, you'd be thinking about it. You're, like, you're going to bed, so you're reading before bed to, like, 
wind down, but then you put the book down and it's like you're still there. Stop. Yeah. Like the thing is like with movies and shows after I've done after I've watched them, I don't think about them ever. (laughs) There are books thoughts that are like now a part of my DNA and I will think about constantly or like I'll think about it, it's really interesting, and I, I wonder if there's any studies about this, but the if, say, I was listening to an audiobook while I'm playing Slime Rancher, which I have done before, when I get to certain... If I play Slime Rancher again without listening to it, when I get to, like, months and months later, when I get to certain areas, I'll remember the experience of listening to that book and what they mm. were talking about. When I... Like, it's like the memory is triggered <laughs> um or if i'm at work and i'm doing a specific task and maybe i was also reading at work uh i'll remember there as well which i think is fascinating for me like we also spend way more times reading a book than we do watching a movie but i think it's better that you can go at your own pace like when i'm watching a movie i'm missing things uh, that one thing that i was supposed to see oops i wasn't paying attention not my problem when you're reading you kind of you don't have to read every word but you have to read the page because then you'll be like two pages down you're like wait what the fuck happened i have to go back because i don't understand absolutely and you just flip back where in the movie it's like oh who's this guy oh he's dead what happened i don't know whatever and it's like you could rewind but if you're watching with other people you don't want to be bothered no fucking loser who's like only slightly interested in a series like i'm not talking about like your potter heads watching harry potter the yeah. fifth book for seven times and you're like look at that one detail it's a reference to something i'm talking about like <laughs> uh, i'll give this series a shot like let's just check this out i got my food i'm sitting in front of my netflix let's go yeah i think i've just realized that that's maybe one of the reasons why i don't like movies and shows as much is because i miss a lot because i'm not my brain's not paying attention yeah you, you when you have an audio book in the background it's like you, you might have sometimes have to review because you're like, I have been, like, my ears have been closed for the past 20 minutes. I've been focusing on the thing I'm doing. Yeah. And then you're like, mm, I don't understand what's going on. So you can, like, go back. Nobody's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll just keep listening to this audiobook when I don't understand Without the concept. Without the context. Yeah. 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 I, it, it's, it's fascinating. I, I don't know. The psychology of books. I had a professor who actually, um, for her doctorate degree, is studying the relationship between physical world places and fictional world places, which I guess is maybe what I was thinking about earlier. But it's like, you know, when people will see something in the real world and they'll be like, oh, this reminds me of this place from this book. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like why we do that and why it's such a strong reaction, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I thought... It was pretty cool. I didn't like her class, though. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, because, like, it was, so. a, it was a geospatial information class, and, mm. which was basically map building. I fucking hate GIS. Worst, ArcGIS can suck my dick. <laughs> Worst program alive. That's what Fuck I'm, that's what I'm, that I'm pissed about, is fucking ArcGIS. I, I hate that program. It runs at the speed of ass. Nothing works <laughs> the way it should. None of, none of it makes sense. And I hope it dies. Oh my god. Uh, that is a love letter to GIS. Uh, no, that's Sponsor a us. death threat. 
to GIS, ArcGIS. Uh, the more yeah. I get into like reading and stuff for fun, because you know we had school, and why mm. read something for fun when you could be reading for school? Um, the more I want to like own a library. I've never, I yes. hated having books has always made me anxious because just it's more things and books you only use like once or twice and they lose their value because like you've already read it. Sure, you can like look over at the story and be like, oh, I remember that story. But like, why would you own books anyway? The bookstore YouTube channel where they're like making a bookstore and reading about books and like uh, wanting yeah. to learn more about how to write a good story. Mm. Yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. my hobbies. I love that for you. I also found I was burned out after university. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to read jack shit. It wasn't until I started listening to Hank Green's An Absolutely Remarkable Thing that I fell back in love with reading again. Uh, and this was before I went back to my... Be before my grad school, I think. Or maybe it was... No, might have been during grad school. Um, like towards the end maybe but uh uh like school when you have to read all the time you don't want to do it for fun yeah and even if you are a librarian student <laughs> things are taking too long like i have seven other things i have to read and this one's yeah. like 50 pages i so tired man oh yeah and, and plus, when m motherfuckers assign a hundred pages of a of a text of due like tomorrow, and it's like I no. Or if you're no. like me, where reading something takes too much time out of your homework time, and you have mm. to do other assignments and things that are worth more points. So when they're yeah. like, "Do this reading, so we can respond to the question in class," I'm like, "No, no, I've got an essay." I'm gonna right. not do the reading. And uh, based on my conversation on what other people have said, and mm. it's never failed me. I once uh, got uh, an A plus on a bibliography, <laughs> an annotated bibliography. So a bibliography is you compile a list of resources you want to use for your uh, paper. Sometimes your professor will have you submit it beforehand so they know you're doing research. An annotated bibliography is a little summary of what the resource is about alongside how you plan on using it, right? That's their way of making sure that you've actually read the book. I didn't read a single damn one. <laughs> I didn't read a single <laughs> damn resource. It was 15 resources long. I got an A+. We used to, she uh... then used it oh. as a shining example. <laughs> or she used it as an example of how to do it. I didn't read a single damn one of those things. In, like, middle school, we used to have to read books. There was always, like, a goal. You read this many books, you, like, get a goal. You get, like, treats or something. Um, but we would have to pick out a book a week. And then we would have to do a little write-up of, like, explain the setting. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I would never do it. Because why would I read? So... Lusup would read it. I'd go, wow, tell me about this book. And then she'd get all excited and tell me about the book. And then I could just write that instead. <laughs> Did she know you were doing that? I don't know. I don't think she cared. That's iconic. I love yeah, that. We'd, we'd like have to read, like, I don't know, Shakespeare or something. And I'll be like, I missed I missed a part. Like, what happened in the last act? And she gets, she's like, oh, well, you missed it when this and this happened and this happened. And I'm like, nice. Mm -hmm. I didn't give a fuck about Shakespeare until my first year of university. 
um, because I had a really cool professor who like made it interesting and fast everything that professor talked about became interesting we like love that. she could like uh like unveil like the fascination you know and uh it was sick and also when we did shakespeare in her class uh <laughs> one of my peers <laughs> choked another one of my peers because <laughs> she had us get out and like interact I like like that. pretend to do the scene and she was like no you're angry you're really mad and the girl's <laughs> hand just flies out to her <laughs> it was really good it, it was fine they were friends yeah okay uh, <laughs> fucking hilarious i love that class man yeah i took a fantasy class but for the most part my classes were very like stem based um mm. a lot of the discussions he didn't care what you said he just wanted you to say something so he'd let people go off on tangents and you could tell when he didn't want to like elaborate on a point because he'd be like very good idea like but about this part but i really liked when you like give a thing that he wanted to elaborate on and then he's like yes and that always feels really mm -hmm. satisfying in class and oh, that's when is... i was actually caring about the book instead of just being like oh i said my thing now disassociate until the end of class when everyone's done talking <laughs> Yeah, my favorite thing to do in class was to set off the philosophy students because I thought it was funny. <laughs> it is so <laughs> fun. Right? Uh, they always sat in a group right in the front. Mm -hmm. um, and this was in my English uh, literature, like, theory class, which is, like, high theory and, like, a little bit confusing and all that. But I used to uh, ask, like, sh fucking shit-probing questions. <laughs> I love stirring the pot in a Ugh. general organization and when you're like someone gives a counterpoint so you bring back the other persons and be like well what do you think you could do and then they defend themselves and yep. then you just step back and watch these two back. people go back and forth and then the professor's like in love they're like yes this discussion is so heated so full of passion yeah i liked it because it meant we didn't have to discuss yeah. <laughs> in depth the bits i didn't understand <laughs> Yeah, why would I we talk so about the rest of the book, book when we can talk about this one thing where Ugh. the character obviously had lightened hair to portray their kindness and the, the secret, like, angelic, altruistic spirit they have, and then the other guy's like, no, her hair became dark to symbolize the loss of innocence, blah, 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 blah. and you're like, whoa, I like As... the part where she went through a transformation, it was like, yay, magical girl. As somebody who writes, um... And I'm a I'm a pantser, which means I don't plan. I I I'm you don't wear better. pants. Yeah, I don't wear pants. Um, I'm getting better at planning. Uh, I'm a better planner than I used to be. But um, sometimes things don't have meaning until later. Mm. You're like, oh wait, <laughs> hold up. I could like wait. Unconscious me was kind of clever when she did that. <laughs> I like, knew it! Huh? I fucking called it! He was evil from the start! <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I knew he was thing... gonna betray you, bitch! You should've listened to me! I, uh... Don't go in there! What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Sorry. I wanted to mention <laughs> earlier... No, don't apologize. When uh, you were talking about the sort of, like, um... The characters from Fruit ba Fruits Basket, you know, which are kind of dumb, They're sort so of. dumb. They're so surface so level. Just so... Just a girl uh, in the world. They're just just people. Just little guys. Those are my favorite types of characters to write. People I don't want to write 
people who are destined for greatness. I want to write about normal fucking dudes who bump into a situation and they're like, well, I gotta deal with this now, I guess. <laughs> this is my reality. <laughs> I, like, I, um, and because it's getting colder now, sorry, I'll, I'm talking a lot. Uh, You're not talking I, a lot. This is a podcast. You should be talking oh, shit, more. You're right. I have a, a story that's very, like, fall-based, and I want to, like, get back into it now because it's getting colder here. Uh, and she is just, like, a nervous wreck of a child. She has no friends, is extremely weird, relatable. Mood. And uh, <laughs> it, uh, is sad. And she sort of bumps into this situation where it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna have some character growth. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel a training arc coming. I will. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Plus, I love a coward. I love writing a coward. God, I hate cowards so much in my books. I just want to strangle them. Yeah, I no. See, I love a coward <laughs> that has a uh, a redemption arc. You know, hmm. where they're like, That's fair. I'm terrified right now, but I'm go, I gotta do what I like, I gotta, gotta do it. You know, it's uh, gotta very also step satisfying up to the plate and right. be what I'm supposed to become. Um, going back to the library stuff, I, I've been trying to like shove stories down my brain because I need to get that hook. So that I start mm. doing, like, longer stories and stuff. So I'm like, I'll read yeah. all the manga until one of the manga makes me want to read, like, an actual book. So I've been picking up a real, like, written book every time I go. And this Ooh. is the first time I've picking, p picked up something that's not, like, fantasy or exciting or, like, t otherworldly. Because I, I tend to like escapism. This yeah. one is more about, like, something that I, like, ethically support or I'm curious about. And, like, a character like building as opposed to or like character i don't know how to describe it something you actually care about but because it's real to you and something you care about not like oh i like wizards because i'm magic and i don't want to be in the real world um yeah so this is a like a book called urban revolution by peter Land ladmer i haven't read it yet so i can't say anything about it but the back of the book is definitely a little bit heavier than something i just want to escape from it's our reliance on industrial agriculture has resulted in a food supply ridden, hidden, riddled with hidden environments, economic and healthcare costs, and beset by rising prices. Producing food locally makes people healthier, alleviates poverty, creates jobs, and makes cities safer and more beautiful. The urban food revolution provides a recipe for community food security based on leading innovations across North America, from commercial microgardening and community composting to rebuilding local foods processing uh local food processing storage and distribution systems the author connects all the dots between wishful thinking and practical solutions to make local fresh sustainable food available uh, affordable and widely available so this is related to my university degree my nutrition degree yeah. we learn a lot about like um where our food comes from and how this system is set up and unfortunately the food system is extremely wasteful like you'll uh -huh. see something that's grown in I don't know, South America sent to, like, Asia for packaging and then sent back to North America. So it goes, like, south across the globe, back over to north. And that's, it's more 
economically viable than if someone were to make that same thing in the states and like send it up to canada type thing yeah um and it talks about like the or, like our degree we talked a lot about like remote villages and stuff and like how food is worth different thing like worth different values all over the world and how in the north americas and wherever we have money we're... i'm recording again i know i was talking about uh the urban food revolution but uh, something happened to the file so now we're just going to talk about our obsessions of the week yeah okay so uh my obsession of the week is eating breakfast at work i'm a bitch who likes to tumble out of bed and, and go to work and instead of just not eating um i've i've enjoyed like bringing breakfast to work and eating at work which seems like oh that's a necessity no like i don't think you understand i'm looking forward to getting out of bed in the morning so i can <laughs> eat breakfast at work i'll get to work with my little scone or muffin and like apple or banana a fruit and i'll make tea and as the tea is making i'll chat with my co-workers and then i'll drink my tea have my little brekkie while i do like the morning wordle and I'm like, wow, that was so good. I wish I could do it again. <laughs> I well, wish you... I could have this experience Guess twice what? in a day. Oh, in a day. I was going to say, you could do it again tomorrow when the world and, resets. Yeah, and right? the morning. So I've been... And then, like, this morning I got up and I was like, man, this isn't the same. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> this sucks. I've been uh, but, really enjoying yeah. working... Uh, working and doing things that I want to do and getting satisfied by completing the thing. Uh, I'm finding, yeah. like, self... There's a word, like, it's not delayed gratification, but, like, the gratification in which, like, you do something and actually feel the reward as opposed to doing something and then being like, all right, what next? Uh, so I've been, like, doing more things, and although they mm. make me tired, it's not me going, like, I can only do this one thing. Um, like, I was super busy this weekend, and I, like, got to do all the things that I wanted to do. And then I was, like, that was really, like, that was what I wanted it. And I'm satisfied that that happened. Fuck yeah. Which is so hard to build. But I'm really excited that I'm able to, like, do the things that I've been putting off. But I'm wanted impressed. to do. Like, the, you know, like, when you're, like, I'm going to do this hobby. And then you never find time to do the hobby. And you're, like, damn, I should have done that hobby more. Let's do this hobby. Mm -hmm. And then cycle, continue. Cycle. I'm doing the hobbies. And you know what? It's It's gratifying. I love that for you, dude. That's yeah. sick. Even, like, hanging out with people, you're like, oh, social interaction takes up so much energy, and it's, like, such an effort, and you have to do so many things. Guess what? I enjoyed hanging out with you, and it was worth it. You're worth the effort. Ah, oh, that's... I am so happy for you, dude. That is such a good feeling. I... I'm working on building that. <laughs> uh, because it's right a hard now... Skill. I can do one or two things a day and it exhausts me. Uh, and I it makes me feel really guilty for not getting done mo like the stuff that I have to get done. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We're working on it. Uh, work, yeah, work. this episode's gonna be a little short, but that's okay. Um, thank you for listening to Work of Okay, sorry. You can find Bye. me at twitch.tv slash removesam. And you can find me under that rock in your garden. If you look really, really, really closely. Really, really mm -hmm. closely? She's there. 
I'm there. Bye.